Well, we are glad you're here this evening. For those of you that are in the Sunday school class, you kind of, this is going to be a refresher course. Yeah, yeah, y'all are, y'all are dismissed. But Revelation chapter 20, we're going to be looking at some things, and uh, you know, you always say, "Well, I started to skip over this one because we've heard," but uh, you know, God has a reason, and uh, so we're going to go ahead and look at Revelation chapter 20 again to look at some things here pick up some things and uh my wife's in the nursery tonight so she said don't be long because she doesn't want to keep the nursery up (laughs) last time she kept the nursery and i was preaching she said did you have to go so long yes i did no i'm just kidding yeah and and, uh, so anyway we are glad you're here this evening revelation chapter 20 we're going to be looking at some things there so let's pray father thank you for the day thank you for loving us thank you for this opportunity lord just pray you bless this evening and if we look in your word lord thank you for the boys and girls in in the class in the back and lord uh, it's a full classroom back there i believe or pretty full and so bless them that are uh, teaching them the, the scriptures tonight teaching them the word of god pray that you be with them be with the teenagers Lord, be with our preacher as he's away and blessed there in Wyoming with uh, his mom and dad and their situation. And Lord, I uh, just pray you to continue to bless them and, and uh, Lord, all the other blessings, Lord, that you've bestowed upon us. Be with those that are sick, couldn't be here, and others that are traveling. Just pray that you would continue to watch over them and, and protect. And Lord, just speak to us tonight through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. As we look here, and and again, just we're looking at Revelation chapter 20, another one of the chapters that we look at, and it deals with the millennium. And there's some people, you know, there's there's some people that don't believe in the millennium, that believe in post-millennium, pre-millennials, or all-millennials. The post-millennials is after the thousand years, the pre-millennials, we believe that we're going to be raptured out, I mean, post means before, and pre-millennials means that we're going to be raptured out then we'll come back with the lord spend a thousand years we're going to get into that all in this believe that none of it's going to happen but here in, in i mean it's it's in the word of god god preserved it for us god sent it to us and he shows us in his word and you know the you've heard it before you're going to hear it again and on the wednesday evenings that, that brother stephen and, and preacher and you're going to hear it that this is the Word of God. The King James Bible, the 1611, is the Word that He has, has preserved for us. And the problem is, is man don't like it, so man wants to change it. Well, that's not what God says. Well, yes, it is. You know, and you know, I, I've got a, a book that was written by a college professor. It's almost 1,800 pages long. And it makes your mind hurt reading it of how God put the whole scripture together. How the Genesis 1-1 ties all the way into, the, into Revelation chapter 22. And all of it's put together. And when they start taking words out of it, how the meaning changes. Anyway, so this is the word of God. It, and God has preserved it for us. And, we're, and here we're looking... At it, and it deals with the, the millennium, the great white throne judgment, and, and, and 
back up in uh, Revelation chapter 19, you see the marriage supper of the Lamb, then the second coming of Christ, and He comes, and we, we you know, all this ties into chapter 20. And the only place in Scripture that you're going to find the millennium, the millennial, is in Revelation chapter 20. It's nowhere else, just in Revelation chapter 20. And so there's a, this is not all you're going to get, but there's a little outline that you can use and for Jesus' life, and it's like this. Jesus came, Jesus came in Bethlehem to his own. Second one, he came, he's coming at the rapture for his own. And the third one, he will come seven years later to usher in the millennium with his own. So that's, you know, that's just a little uh, outline that you can use. He came to his own. Then he came, at, he's coming at the rapture for his own, and he's coming back seven years later with his own. And, you know, we'll, we're going to look at that, but there's some conditions. Look, at, look here in, in verse number one. Revelation chapter 20, verse number one. Satan's going to be bound for a thousand years. And we looked at this in, in our Sunday school class. There's six times that a thousand years is mentioned, and we, we, we've showed you before that when God says it once, it's important. But when he says it six times, he's trying to get it over to us. He, he explains it to us. So you see it in verse number two, verse number three, verse number four, verse number five, and verse number six, and I think then verse number seven. Six times he mentions a thousand years. So there's going to be a thousand year millennial. There's going to be a thousand year reign here on this whole earth. But first of all, in verse number one, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the keys of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled, after he must be loosed for a season. So God's, God said it, not me. But God's going to come back. We're, I mean, folks, we're, right now we're just listening as saints, as born-again people. We're listening for the trumpet. For, to sound, to rapture us out of here, to be caught up. Brother Rock was talking about that Sunday morning. There, you know, the, the word rapture you don't find in Scripture, but if you, re, if you, if you study it and you look at it, caught up, mean, you know, the rapture where it's caught up and, and come up hither, caught up. We're going to be, as saints, if we're, if we're still alive, we're going to be caught up. We're going to be out of here. When the trumpet sounds, God, Jesus is not coming back to the earth. He's coming back into the air. The trumpet's going to sound. The, the saints are going to be raptured out of here. And the dead that are saved, they're going to come up first. And then those that are alive and remain are going to be caught up in the air with him. And then that's when we're going to, the seven-year tribulation period is going to start. But see, Satan, getting a little bit, he's going to be bound for a thousand years. Satan was originally, you find this in Isaiah chapter 14, that he was originally an archangel in heaven. And he sinned and he was kicked out with a third of his angels. So when you stop, and th I mean, a third of the angels in heaven were kicked out with Lucifer. So when, and if you were here Sunday night, you heard Brother Daniel talking about it, talking about his, you know, the devil and his, and his uh, 
demons, devils. There, you, know, you think about, there was a third of them kicked out of heaven. And they, you know, they're, you know, he was, a, he was an archangel. So they're, they're, they, they don't die. So that third that's kicked out of here, they're still here. Along with Satan. Satan and his army. And so he was, you know, look, you can, it's the story uh, in Isaiah chapter 14, and Lucifer talked about saying, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. I and mean, he's going he's gonna to take over. I'm going to take over. I'm going to do this. And he, God kicked him out of heaven along with his, but in the same deal, Satan was still able to go back and forth to heaven. And you see that in Job. If you, if you look at Job chapter 1. He was able, in, in verse number 6, Now there was, a, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. So Satan can, was, can, can go back and forth to heaven. And he's the accuser. He'll, he, 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 he's telling, you know, God asked him, if you considered my, my, son, my servant Job. So he's the, the accuser to us. He can go back and forth to heaven. He, and, you know, God kicked him out, but he still goes up. And, hey, God, you see, you do that. You re, hey, God, that, he said he's a Christian. You think Christians act like that? See, and so they fell, and he, Satan was the one that caused Adam and Eve to sin and corrupted the human race. He, and he was you know, cast out of heaven, and he has, access, he has access to heaven. And he's going to make sure that his time that he is spending here on earth, that he's like that roaring lion telling her, you know, hey, this is, you know, I'm walking about, I'm trying to devour everybody that I can. And at the middle of the tribulation period, He'll no longer have access, access to heaven. He'll be kicked he'll, from from then on. He's not going to be able. But at right now, you know, it, it's, it's it's in the book, folks. He's able. He's the accuser of uh, you know. They say that you know, Guffy says he's a Christian. He shouldn't. He's way. Look at look at the way he's living. He's our accuser. He he goes to God and accuses us. And God and God says. I don't see their sin. If saved, you're born again. God doesn't see it. But, see, but he will be bound for a thousand years when Jesus returns to the earth to set up his kingdom. He's not going to be bound during the tribulation period. We have to keep that, you know, you have to keep Scripture in order. When Lord Jesus Christ comes back in the air for his saints, then the, there's three and a half years, it's going to be, you know, the, the Antichrist, uh, Antichrist will be here. He'll be on the scene. And he's going to... Satan hasn't taken over his body yet the first three and a half years. This person that's going to, that God's going to set up and as Brother Rock said, God's going to send a strong delusion. You know, when you stop and think all the churches, all the people that are saved, that are born again, you know, they'll be gone. But God, you know, he doesn't tell us, but God says, I'm going to send a strong delusion. And people are going to, you know, okay, they're going to believe it. And it, it shouldn't surprise you 
Look at the things that people are believing today. Just, I mean, I, I told you, I'm, I'm going to try not to, to chase the, the rabbits and stuff. The folks, <laughs> did you ever, I, I, and did you ever in your mind think that we have, would have more, that they're proving that there's more than two sexes? You know, and I don't know if you saw it, but the senator, she spoke at some university, and at the end of her, at the end of her speech, and she says, and there's only two, there's only two sexes, male and female, and they booed her. And now then she's changing her, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Yes, she should have, because there's only two. There's only male and female. That's all that God made, two of them. But the problem is, is the money means more to them than what the Word of God means. Those people get so much money for speaking at a commencement exercise. You know, they used, when used to teach school and stuff, the kids would ask, you know, I spoke at several graduations. You just, you know, you do it for free. You're just so excited that they ask you to speak. Yeah, I'll do it. But can you imagine getting paid $125,000? to stand up in front of a bunch of graduating seniors and tell them you, you've done it, you've made it, you've got, you, know, you did it your way and you're, you're going to set the world on fire or whatever she may have said or what, you know, and at the end, but there's only two. But we're not, you know, they didn't say this, but we're not, we may not, we're probably not going to have you back. Oh no, that's a big paycheck. So she's going to change her mind. Yeah, there probably is. No, there's not. There's only two. But never, you know, so if people can believe that there's more than just male and female, you think that the church is not going to be taken out of here and God, the creator of the universe, cannot send a delusion so strong that they just, they, we just won't even be missed. I'm not going to be here. So I don't know what the strong, I'm not going to tell you, I don't, because I don't know what that delusion is going to be. There's probably some people in, that are a lot smarter than I am in Scripture and stuff, and they can tell you what exactly what the strong delusion God's going to do. But God doesn't say He's just going to, I'm just, He just says, I'll send a strong delusion because people are, it's not going to bother people that the church is gone. And so we see here that for the first three and a half years of the tribulation period, it's going to be peace, basically peace on earth. You can see right now we're in a turmoil. And the trumpet could sound right now because they're wanting the, the wars and things like that to stop. But we're wanting peace. If you've been around Wichita Falls any time at all, and you know Harry Patterson came up with this deal, pray for peace. Pray for peace. There, I mean, there's signs all over town. But I'm here, to, it's not going to happen until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back to this earth and he's not coming back till after the tribulation period. So the Antichrist, who has been deceitful and, you know, deceitfully peaceful for the first three and a half years, now becomes, Satan and becomes incarnate and he, he, he goes into the body of the Antichrist and... Just there's nothing. Away. I mean, all hell is going to break loose on this whole earth. 
And you read in the book of Revelation what's going to happen. People are going to want to die, and they can't because all the, the things that are going on. But we're, you know, that's a different chapter. But we're looking at the, the thousand-year millennial that, that, we're, that after the tribulation period, after the seven years, the saints are out of here. Those that are saved, those that are born again, either you're living or those that have died, and God's going to resurrect them. We're going to be caught out of here. We're going to spend the, the, the seven years in, in heaven with the Lord Jesus Christ. But here on this earth, there's, there's turmoil all over the place. And after that seven and a half years, Lord Jesus Christ is coming back to this earth. So we, we you know, we have to keep the way it's written. And so verse number one, and I saw an angel come down from heaven having the key of the bottomless pit. They're going to, they're going to throw Satan in the bottomless pit. And just like if you were here Sunday and I, I, I was showing you that the blood needed to be applied to the, the doorpost the way that God told them to. And if you were the firstborn, you were going to make sure that they were applied the way that they're supposed to. Well, use our, our thinking a little bit here. Satan's been, you know, running around this old earth. And, and if you put a time frame on it, about 6,000 years. I mean, he goes all the way back. We go all the way back. I mean, he, he, he goes all the way. But on this old earth, he's been around, we would say, for about 6,000 years. When we go from Adam and Eve until now, there's about 6,000 years. So he's been having his reign on this old earth, causing havoc, causing, I mean, all kinds. Whatever you want to think that Satan's been doing, he's been doing it. To show how wicked this world is, did y'all read about the 15-year-old girl that was abducted at the Dallas Maverick basketball game Sunday or Sunday night? She was abducted and taken, and they found pictures of her today on a child website, porn site, in the nude, but they have no idea where this girl's at. So you want to tell me that this whole world's not wicked? Yeah, and again, we're, you know, this world's not getting better. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And when you can take your... Uh, it, needless to say, it, it, it's, it frustrates you that we live in a world that you could take your teenage daughter to a basketball game and they disappear and you can't find her, and the next thing you know, pictures of her are, are all over the child porn. I know. Oh. Tell you what, I would want to do. I know I get in trouble for it, but I would want to find out who took her and let them let them go. Find, you know, talk to Satan real soon. But see, this is, you know, this is a wicked world. So if you imagine that Satan's been walking around this world for 6,000 years, the, the, the rapture comes, the tribulation starts, and after the tribulation they come and they bind him for 1,000 years. Now he's been walking around for 6,000 years. He's going to be, I mean I'm not trying, but he's been bound for 1,000 years. 
I would say he's going to be a little upset when, they, when God lets him out. Because he's been bound for a thousand years. God put him in there and he's not getting out. He's not going to be doing anything. So it talks about, and I cast him into the bottom, in verse number 3, cast him into the bottomless pit, shut him up, and set seals upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he shall be loosed a little season. I, you know, again, it's not, but I would just think he would be a little bit on the upset side because he's been bound for a thousand years and couldn't do anything. So when he comes out, he's going to start, he's going to try to fight. He's gonna, he wants to fight. He wants to be, you know, okay, we're going to, I'm going to rage war with them. And just, I'm just paraphrasing Guffy here. He wants to rage a war with God. And it's like God saying, bring it on, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. I've been waiting for this to, for your demise, for your end. In verse number 4, And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded, and the witness of Jesus, for the word of God, and, for those, and which had not worshipped the beast, Neither his image, neither had received his mark upon his forehead or their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Now, this is the, the generation that's coming out of the thousand years. We're saved, we're born again right now. If, you're, if we're saved, we're born again, we're coming back with the Lord. We're saints. We don't have, you know, this is the ones that come through the millennial. We're, you know, we're not going to die anymore. You know, if we're, if we're alive when the rapture comes and saints, we're alive. There's no, we're, we're not going to, and this is talking about those that came through the tribulation, I mean through the, through the tribulation, came through the millennial. As Christians, and we looked at the, we're going to be ruling and reigning with the Lord Jesus Christ. We're, as saints, we're coming back. And again, we're not, we're going to live forever. So during this thousand-year period, when we're here reigning on the earth, governors, senators, however the government is set up at that time, we're going to be in charge of that. And we're, these that are it's talking about neither took the, 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 uh, the mark of their foreheads or in their hands and they live. These are the ones that come through the millennial. And, and those are the ones that God's talking about. And the same thing. They're not just, just because they came through the millennial, they're not going to just go straight. They're going to they have to do the same thing. They have to get, have an opportunity to be saved. That's the reason that the Lord is going to let Satan out after he's been bound for a thousand years so that he can tempt these that have come through this time in the same deal that we were tempted today. But as Christians, we, you know, I, I'm, I know I'm pushing it, but... We don't, we're saved, we're born again. We're in, we're, on, we're in the kingdom of God. And in verse number five, but the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that is part of the first resurrection. On such the second death has no, that's us. We're the first Christians. But they that you know, shall be priests in God and shall reign with him a thousand years. That's where we're, he's talking. We're going to reign with him for a thousand years here on this earth. Then after that is when Satan is loosed. In verse number 7, 
And when the thousand years are expired, shape, excuse me, Satan shall be loosed out of prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog. This Gog and Magog is, is, is kind of like World War I, World War, you know, it's, 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 a, you know, it's the Gog and the Magog. And they're going to come down and to gather them together in the battle, the number of whom the sands of the seas. And I don't want to get too, I want to stay here in chapter 20. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camps of the saints about and in the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Verse number 10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be in torment day and night forever and ever. After Satan is, lo is loose for a, a thousand years, for, for a while, after the thousand years, he's loose for a little while to tempt the people. And after this, then God just puts him in the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. Never to be dealt with again. God's going to, I mean, take care of it. He's done. He's in. And there's, like I said, there's so many things that we can, we can see here. Verse number 11. And I saw a great white throne. We won't be, saved people won't be at the great white throne. We'll be at the judgment seat of Christ right after the, the rapture. This is for the lost. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it whose face and the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And, <clears throat> and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. See, there's one, the book of life. But these are, these are judged out of the books that God has. And the sea gave up the dead and were, and were, that were in it. And, the de and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man according to his works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was now found written in the book of life was cast into the fire. So there's, there's several things, but you know, Jesus will sit on the great white throne heaven and earth will flee away i mean just there's so much here the unsaved dead will stand before god the same thing with us we have a body soul and spirit so if we happen to pass away our body which we live on this old earth will be put in the ground but our soul and spirit will be in heaven the same thing happens to a lost person they, you know they they have a body soul and spirit so if they die, their body goes into the ground, but their soul and spirit goes to Hades. And they'll be reunited with their body, just like here at the great white throne, they'll be reunited with it, and then they'll be cast into hell forever and ever. And I don't, you know, this is, folks, this is one of the most disturbing things to me in life, is saying that people are going to die and go to hell. There's never going to be, there's not going to get out of it. It's not like the, the, 
The Catholic religion believes that you can go and, and pay penance and, and light candles and they can see their way out of hell. Once, they, once a person dies without the Lord Jesus Christ, there's no getting out of it. The only time that they're going to get out of hell is when they come and stand before the Lord Jesus Christ at the great white throne and wait for their judgment to say, Depart from me, I never knew you. And they're cast into utter darkness forever and ever. I said, I don't, it's the book, it's, it's God's Word. But it's one of the most, and the, the scariest things, and the most thought-provoking as a Christian, that people, you know, we talk about walking on the streets of gold, and and spending time fellowshipping with people, and sitting at the Lord's, at the Lord's feet, and thanking Him. And like I said Sunday morning, the things that we do for Christ are never wasted. God's taking perfect notes of what we do for Him. And one of these days, we're going to be rewarded for the things that we do for the Lord Jesus Christ. But in all that, the same way as a person that's lost and doesn't accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, the same thing happens as they're responsible for everything that they've done in life. And they're going to spend each... You know, you hear, well, I'm going to, I want to die and go to hell so I can be with all my friends. You know, you're ignorant. They're stupid because they don't understand. There's no light in hell. So I don't care who you are or what you are. You could go to... Uh, anybody ever been to Ruby Falls or some of the caves that they have here in Texas? And you walk in there and they turn the lights off. I promise you, it's so dark in there that you walk in, there's no light. You couldn't tell who the person right next to you. Because it's not going to be like, Hey, Brother Scott, how are you doing today? How's things going, Brother Scott? Yeah. Brother Russ, how's things going? Because there's going to be wailing and gnashing and screaming. You're not going to be able to hear anybody. Much less recognize somebody because there's no light there. If there's light in heaven, there has to be darkness in hell. If there's joy in heaven, there has to be hell there. Everything that's in heaven that we see, the beauties, it's going to be ugly. You, everything we think about heaven, the beauty and the, and, and the joy and the smiles, it's all totally opposite. So for somebody to be so, so stupid to say, well, I want to go to hell with my friends... They're stupid and ignorant because you're not going to be able to tell who they are. All there's going to be is screaming and gnashing of teeth. But thank God that He gave us His book and He showed us the plan of salvation that, that by simple faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, we can spend eternity in heaven. We don't have to worry about this. But it's good to know what's going to happen but if we're saved, we're morning in, we're out of here. And we're coming back with him when he destroys old smutty face and all his angels. So, Father, thank you for the evening.